Brought to you by Oklahoma Men's Clinic, the leader in men's health and sexual wellness. The Rick and Brad Show on the Cat. Showbiz News brought to you by Michener Fair and Jewelers. We've got the grandest assortment of diamond jewelry gifts you've ever seen. Make it a Christmas to remember. Only at Michener Fair. So yesterday it was announced that Aaron Rodgers will no longer make weekly appearances on ESPN's Pat McAfee show. Sounded like Pat didn't really have a problem with that, judged by his statement. Uh, well, but it's, yesterday- it's been hard to read what his attitude has been because when Aaron Rodgers is in the room, he seems one way, and then when Aaron is not there, he seemed somewhat different. So he came on and apologized after Aaron Rodgers was on last week and opened the door of this whole thing, he apologized for those comments. But then when Aaron was there this week, he kind of was like, he didn't say anything. He didn't push back against him. He yeah, just let him he roll. Just let him go. On yesterday's show, Pat said Aaron Rodgers Tuesday's season four is done. There will be a lot of people that will be happy with that, myself included, to be honest. He said with the way it ended, it got really loud. Uh, I'm happy that it's not going to be in my mentions going forward, which is great news. Uh, He added that he was lucky to have Aaron on the show, but some of his thoughts and opinions piss off a lot of people, and I'm pumped that that no longer is going to be every single Wednesday of my life, uh, which it has been for the last few weeks. I guess he's meaning Wednesdays he spends reading his mentions of people outraged over what Aaron Rodgers said. Dealing with the fallout on Wednesday's show after what Aaron had said on on Tuesday. So that was, it was a big story just a couple of months ago that he was paying Aaron Rodgers a ton of money to appear every Tuesday on his show. And also Nick Saban and both of those guys. So now he's, you know, willfully or at the behest of ESPN and we don't really know. All he said was he's not going to be on for the postseason. So there's still a possibility and, and he, that he and, could be back. Whenever the story broke, uh, Gideon said, well, he's not always on during the postseason. Well, he was last uh, year, apparently. Which, for, by some article that he had read that said uh, that he's done it before, but maybe he wasn't actually bounced it was like this was coming to its natural end anyway yeah there's some Uh, ambiguity about it but then nick saban retires and so is he still going to pay nick saban to be on is nick saban as worthy of getting the amount of airtime that he has previously i mean i would think maybe he is but also that might be a lot more airtime that aaron Rodgers. i mean uh, that uh, pat mcafee is going to have to fill Right. Uh, He also admitted that over the last week, he said, we certainly have given uh, people who don't like my show stuff to get mad about, and we've messed up. He said, we're a conversation show. People are having conversations. We live in a country that has freedom of speech, but also you're going to have to deal with the consequences of your freedom of speech. It was weird, like, Aaron, like, you forget that it is like a sports podcast or whatever it is yeah that he goes on and just rants about all of this other stuff for a half hour well espn had made such a big deal just a year or two ago about sticking to sports and you're right i mean that aaron Rodgers thing he would come on and granted aaron Rodgers has been very newsworthy over the last couple of years outside of the other stuff outside of the the covid stuff and the darkness retreat and all that stuff just 
his career. Where is he going to be? Is he going to retire? Is he going to go somewhere else? And then he did go to the Jets, and so that was the story. So it was very beneficial to have that, but all this stuff, this this extra extraneous stuff that Aaron Rodgers has brought to the table for him, I'm sure is a nightmare to deal with. Yeah. So uh, maybe now he really can move on, like he was saying he wanted to do when Aaron Rodgers was on the show. Uh, Rick, you're a big Food Network guy, right? You and Holly watch a lot of Food Network? Am I wrong Uh, about that? I kind of keep an eye on it while she's watching it. Did you know who this Food Network star uh, was that got arrested yesterday for domestic violence and charged with all this different stuff? Uh, The host of Super Chef... Darnell mm, Super Chef Ferguson. No, uh, he's hosted I did a lot of that. stuff. Yeah, I was wondering who it was because I did see that. I'm like, I don't know that guy. Yeah, he's I, hosted I Super Chef, uh, Super Chef uh, Guy Fieri's term- Tournament of Champions, Worst Cooks in America, and Super Chef Grudge Match. Uh, but he was arrested uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. A woman claimed, uh, this woman is supposedly his ex-wife claimed that he broke into her house on january 2nd started punching the walls grabbed her by the neck threatened to kill her uh stripped her clothes off of her and told her he was going to sexually assault her and then uh took her credit and debit cards as well as her id police showed up to the scene observed visible injuries on her and yesterday Uh, He was taken into custody. He's facing charges of burglary, strangulation, assault, terroristic threatening, menacing, criminal mischief, and theft of a stolen credit or debit card. And uh, this woman did was granted an emergency protection request against him. But I'm, I'm guessing Super Chef is never going to host that show again. No, not from there anyway. Yeah, just an awful like, story. Super chef sounds cook. more like super a-hole. Yeah, right, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> Might be a prison <laughs> <Just kidding>. cook. <laughs> uh, also, yesterday, yesterday it was announced that Selena Gomez was cast as Linda Ronstadt in an upcoming biopic. How do you guys hmm. feel about that? Think she'd be good? good. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, so. I, I, it'd be, I, I've, I was never a huge Linda Ronstadt fan. Like, I know she's a great singer, but it's not like she was high on my list. I don't know how interesting a Linda Ronstadt story biopic would be. It could be. Yeah, she's, it's currently she in, in with all, all those guys, like the Eagles guys. Well, the Eagles James guys Taylor all started and, in her band. I mean, there's there's yeah. for sure that. But, I, you know, I don't know if she dated the Jerry Brown. Who's going to play mm-hmm. Aaron Neville? That's my question. Does not say. Uh, Selena posted on her Instagram confirming that she uh, is going to be starring in this. So no other casting has been announced yet. Uh, Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back with part two of Showbiz News. Uh, Yesterday, an AI-generated special by George Carlin called I'm Not Dead uh, supposedly Hmm. uh, appeared on YouTube, and it was actually not by George Carlin. It was completely AI-generated. So uh, his daughter spoke out against it, and we'll find out what she has to say in part two. Rick and Brad on Rock 100.5, The Cat. So Kelly Carlin, daughter of George Carlin, 
uh, is very upset because on Tuesday, an hour-long special titled George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead, appeared on the YouTube channel of Dudesy, which is a podcast hosted by Will Sasso and another guy named Chad uh, that mixes AI and comedy. And it's described as the first kind of its... uh, first of its kind media experiment and in the special the ai george carlin uh narrates commentary to ai generated images and tackles modern topics like elon musk twitter tesla streaming services and ai itself subjects that came uh, to mainstream prominence long after carlin died back in 2008. Uh, in a statement uh, Kelly Carlin said that her father spent a lifetime perfecting his craft from his very human life, brain, and imagination, and that no machine will ever replace George Carlin's genius. Uh, she decried the use of AI to recreate a mind that will never exist again, and instead implored people to watch George Carlin's 14 comedy specials that are actually real. In a follow-up post on Twitter, her ex uh, Kelly thanked people for showing support to her statements and, and against the AI bot that she said has arrogantly stepped over a line in the world of comedy today that will surely affect dead artists and their estates now. She also uh, tweeted at uh, Robin Williams' daughter Zelda, Joan Rivers' daughter Melissa, and the official Gary Shandling account to talk about this issue, adding, they're coming for you next. It's kind of crazy. I was reading more about this podcast that posted it. And you know Will Sasso, who yeah. he is. He was on, he Mad, TV. on Mad TV. Right. And, and then his, and I don't know who this other guy is, Chad Colchin. Uh, but they basically gave this AI company access to all of their text messages, emails, their phones. And every week, this AI generates a completely scripted show. And it's, it's, said to be an experiment on whether AI can write a funny podcast. But AI's not writing it if it's using all of their content. It's it's editing it and it's shaping it and I don't yeah, is it performing it's it or coming do, they, up with their, do they perform the script that it writes or does it create their own voices as well? It sounds like they write or they talk reading the scripts is what I'm gathering from it. Um, but Everything is ba- all the content on the show is based off of everything it's been granted access to from their personal lives. Really crazy to me to think that they wouldn't have to get permission or wouldn't feel obligated to get permission at the very least from yeah, right. their estates before just posting a one hour fake comedy special using this person's name. Yeah, I don't know how that works because you couldn't. If you were doing a commercial or a television show, you couldn't do that. You could be sued for it. I don't know why well, the internet them... doesn't have any kind of regulation that uh, would stop people from presenting it as being George Carlin. There's, some, there's a little something about, I mean, they must have it tied up somehow, but there is the thing about if the person is dead that some of that falls into use, and it's really tricky. I was writing a script about some person who had passed away, and um, that's why I learned about all that stuff. I'm like, wow, you can really do this? You can just go do that without, like, well, it's better to get permission from the estate, but you don't legally have to, but yada, yada. So but I don't I mean, know the gosh, exact rules on it, AI generated voice and everything is just, it's crazy yeah. to me to think that they yeah. could do that.
Uh, speaking of podcasts, Shannon Doherty has a podcast, and she had on Kevin Smith. And this is kind of awkward because uh, they were talking about mall rats, and she kind of blamed mall rats for ruining her movie career straight to Kevin Smith's face. Well, the weird thing is, is that he agreed with her to a certain extent. I just, I don't know. Well, go ahead and finish the story. I don't know how much of this is Kevin Smith's fault and how much of it was she was difficult to work with. Yeah, so she uh, obviously uh, was in Mallrats, starred in Mallrats, and they were talking about how it wasn't a box office success. And then uh, Kevin Smith said, yeah, it completely died at the box office. And she agreed. She said, it did die, and so did my film career. That was it. Uh, Kevin Smith then noted that Shannon's fame was the reason why the feature was able to get produced in the first place. And then Shannon said, people literally thought that I was carrying the movie, so therefore it was a box office failure. It was completely on me. Uh, so there was no film career after that, which, which was a little brutal. She said, I really thought Mallrats was going to kick me into that gear of making movies. And so uh, Kevin Smith expressed regret to her, uh, saying that, that she was right. Uh, he said that a studio executive told him that it would make a hundred million, and then Kevin Smith said, and he was off by ninety-eight million because it only made two million dollars <laughs> at the box office. Wow. She had a reputation right. always for being difficult to work with that continued on beyond Mallrats. I mean, those girls until she got sick, the other girls on Charmed didn't even talk to her. It didn't hinder her television career, and and frankly, if you look at her resume. She didn't make any big movies before that. Now, may I, I don't assume that Kevin Smith is lying, and I don't assume that she doesn't believe that that hurt her career. It probably did. But if the studio said, yeah, this movie, they, they thought it was going to make a, a $100 million or whatever you just said that they thought it was going to make, and then it didn't make that, and they were, they were blaming her for that, then of course they're not going to jump out on a limb mm-hmm. with her. But I think that was a culmination of a bunch of different things. Yeah, Not he said that, that the head of Universal movie. Studios uh, told him that Mallrats would make $100 million. He said that it screened so well with audiences at San Diego Comic-Con, and then uh, it just bombed. And then he said, and then it was ironic because it had a 10-year ascension to cult classic, because it is a cult classic now. Uh, she, by the way, is currently battling stage four breast cancer. Uh, uh, and she going on for just, years. Ugh. I know. She said that it's spread to her bones, uh, and she just underwent a surgery to remove a tumor uh, from her brain. That's Incredible lot. that she's even doing a podcast right. under those circumstances. Uh, okay, guys, that is it for Showbiz News today. All right. Thank you, Kron. The Rick and Brad Show on the cat. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose, to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. 
And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. I, I don't know how to feel about this. There, there is what they're calling the first ad campaign to outer space. It's a tourism mm. ad targeted at <laughs> aliens. And mm. it is inviting the aliens to visit Kentucky. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I think the aliens know all too much about a place like Kentucky and a trailer park. New York oh. City, Chicago, some of these major metropolitan areas are the ones that maybe need to advertise to aliens because when they show up, they only ever show up at a place like Kentucky. Yeah. I know. I agree with that. That's where most of your abductions take place. Here's the, There's a couple of scientists that are involved in this for the city of Lexington, Kentucky. This is them talking about their thoughts behind why they're doing this campaign. This is the first time that we as a species have ever sent out a travel ad inviting aliens to come visit. We're targeting the TRAPPIST-1 system because we might actually get an answer in somebody's lifetime if there's somebody there watching. But the reason uh, scientists have been interested in it lately is because of the large number of planets that it has and what is considered to be the habitable zone. I think saying, hey, we're nice and friendly people and we have horses and bourbon and dopamine, don't eat us. So the girl sounds kind of normal. The dude. <laughs> right. I mean, we're going to focus on the TRAPPIST-1 galaxy because uh, yeah, right. we feel yeah. like we might get an answer in our lifetime. Okay, dude. <laughs> Whatever you say. Which will be what? Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, hey, I you mean, got an answer know. in your lifetime. Can anybody speak <laughs> TRAPPIST-1? That's the misnomer mm-hmm. in the whole sci-fi space travel world is one that we're going to look anything alike although in star wars they did try and make it so that the the different people from different places didn't necessarily look the same but everybody somehow is able to communicate with each other Mm -hmm. which is just weird because we got people on this planet that you can't necessarily communicate with (laughs) why oh yeah right right guys also the idea that aliens are going to be interested oh yeah we've got horses and bourbon come here I don't think an alien cares about bourbon. Mm-mm. What about dispensaries? They probably you got, got dispensaries. <laughs> we got dispensaries. <laughs> yeah, they need to come to Oklahoma if they want a dispensary. We got a good bunch of them here. Oh, I think there's plenty of visitation in Oklahoma too. Yeah. Yeah, just set it up because you know the thing is at the mobile homes or the trailer parks, a lot of giant satellite dishes. Oh, so it's easy point. for those, you know, I feel I like think that's about it that one way. reason. Yeah. It's easy for them to lock in. <laughs> okay, that's like a good point that I had never considered that they do have, and if nothing else, it just looks inviting to them because of sure. all the satellite dishes. Yeah. Okay, and this there's must a lot be a of place. aluminum yeah, in little, the windows. little tiny <laughs> containers, right? Like, they, they, right. if you think yeah. about it, mobile homes kind of look like a little spaceship. So maybe right. that's part of it too, with wrapped in aluminum foil in a lot of cases. I think we're on to uh, something a here. T- a tin pinning, you know, underneath tin aluminum. So yeah, it looks like sometimes they'll have in the window just to block that sun, keeps it cool on the inside. Is put just what you do is get some Reynolds wrap and put it up there. That looks inviting, also reflective. Looks like look at there. There's spaceships with dishes on them and communication devices. 
I'm going there. I'm going to start probing people with my long finger. They're suggesting that by advertising <laughs> to aliens that it will entice humans to want to visit Lexington, Kentucky. I don't know if that's true or not, hmm. but we'll I, see how it works. I think we already know about enough about I mean, Lexington's beautiful. You know, very pretty. Horse oh, real nice. Uh, real, real nice. They got all kinds of tobacco and weed and CBD farms, and it's real nice out there. Ryan, our former producer, went to, I don't mm-hmm. remember if it was Lexington or Louisville that he went to a couple of years ago. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be there for five days and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, five days? I mean, it's a nice city, that but what are, you, too long. what are you going to do for five days? Right. And he goes, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, you know, he texted me after a day and a half there, and he's like, "Okay, I've done everything. Now I don't know what to do." <laughs> and then he got back, and I was like, "Okay, so what all did you do?" And he goes, "Well, you know, we rented some scooters and rode around town." And oh my god! All right, bro. Yeah, bro. That sounds like a blast. So I don't know how long you can keep aliens occupied. I, they're not even going to be interested. Right? They can fly through space. Why do they want to ride a little scooter around on the sidewalk? You don't even have that going yeah, for them. Know. Well, they do have those fields. You know, they've converted a lot of the old tobacco fields into CBD. There's a lot of big CBD giant companies, one from Australia that moved into Lexington, uh, Kentucky, in that area. And uh, it's huge, dude. You should see. I mean, it goes on for gazillions yeah, but the aliens of miles, don't care it looks about like. That. But I'm saying more so than riding scooters. They might be like, hey, what's all this wacky weed? Smells good. You know, so. Um, but it's something to. Unfortunately, now bit. if people do come or aliens do come from the Trappist One galaxy, mm-hmm. they're going to go to Lexington. We missed out on this one already. We may need to focus on a different galaxy if we're going to try. Well, to let's get the mayor to put together a campaign. Let's do a campaign. <laughs> so good luck. I hope that's money well spent, Lexington, Kentucky. Hope yeah. that works out for you. Freaking Brad Radio. Earlier this week, we were talking about the Stanley Cups and what a great job they've done of marketing those things and mm-hmm. how they've created this demand and doing different colors for different times. And, and like, there's all these theories about why they've been successful doing it. But whatever it is, it's worked. They created this huge demand. Younger girls everywhere you go, you see them with the Stanley Cup. You don't have one of these, do you, Kron? I do not. When you first said Stanley Cup, I thought we were. I was like, did we talk about hockey? Hockey and the Stanley Cup? No, this no, no. Stanley, t- Stanley Tumbler. Yeah. Or Thermos, I guess you could call it. Even well, though Thermos is a brand, I guess. It's really a cup, mug, and mug. A tumbler. A tumbler works, but you, you know what I'm talking about? Those giant trash can looking mugs. That, I do. That younger girls carry around everywhere. Now, do you just your daughters have them, or does Holly have them also, Rick? Holly has two. Has has them as well. What is that feedback? I don't know. Uh, Holly has them as well, yeah. I think it's the mic Influenced heavily guys. by my daughters. So, yeah, she's got them. Does she over. match the outfit with the cup? Mm, she typically goes with just one cup, and then when a new one comes out, she'll swap it out. So, no. But my daughter, my youngest daughter especially, will go. Um, Stanley and the fit. Together. See, one of the things that I read was that part of the success of Stanley is that you don't have to match it to the outfit. Yeah, that you, you can, you know, that you can 
uh, make it more, it makes it pop a little bit more if it doesn't match the outfit. <laughs> but I guess, you know, different strokes, different folks, whatever. Yeah. But I saw this thing online where they were talking about what's the equivalent of that to guys. And the best mm-hmm. answer was the collectible plastic 40-ounce cup that you got at the minor league ballpark in 1995. Like, if you're still drinking out of an OKC 89ers cup that you yeah. got at All Sports Stadium, good on you. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're drinking out of an official Robo Niner cup, <laughs> somebody gave me, I don't remember where we did these, but we did some cat cups that had our visages on them. And somebody and yours? Somebody was so proud that they had given me one that they had found it and they gave it to me. And immediately when they handed it to me, the thing just splintered like it like it was some kind of relic. It looked like uh in when they first exposed the Ark in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It just sort of deteriorated mm. in my hand. But it was a nice wow. sentiment. It was uh yeah. funny that they found it. I'm sure it was one of those, like, it was a nickel at a garage sale somewhere. Sure. So I appreciate the effort. <laughs> that is an instance where it is worth the nickel for the joke. When you see right. something that's funny and it's $15, usually it's not worth the $15. But yeah, a nickel to a quarter, yeah, that's that range is good. That's safe. Yeah. It's more funny to just kind of tell you about it sometimes. It's not worth the expense. Because we do that all the time when we go on vacation. I'm like, you know, Bradman thinks it's hysterical. I'm going to send him a cell phone photo of it. Right. <laughs> Take my iPhone out. There you go. So, Lauren, when you're drinking around the house, what do you drink out of? <laughs> just a water bottle. I don't know. It's like a plastic water bottle or just a cup. Like, I have Eskimo Joe's cups that I've had for years. Okay, well, like there you go. You're ones. on that dude list. Yeah. And then I have, like... Mm-hmm. Yeti, like the short tumblers that I'll drink out of sometimes. What about you, Rick? Hmm. Uh, you know, water bottles is all I do. Just about. I don't ever get like a disposable cup. bottles or a refillable bottle. Uh, disposable. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, you're the one. Well, you're I mean, the, I, I, you're the I recycle them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that helps. Anthony, what about you? You go in the recycle bin. Just a regular cup. How much stuff do you, like, how many dishes do you have? You have a whole set of dishes? Yeah, but there's, like, four plates and three bowls. No, 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 I get that. But, like, when I was your age, and, frankly, now I could live with just one plate. One plate, one bowl, and one set of silverware. That's really all I need. Yeah, I use the same dish over and over. It's the same (laughs) cup over and over, the same dish. The only reason you have four is that you can go four days without having to do the dishes. That's right. That's and the only reason to have a set of four. Today's the fourth day, so uh, i got to do gotta the do dishes it. today. Okay. Well, good for you. You don't have one of these Stanley Cups, do you? you got some kind of coffee cup that you drink out yeah, of every day. Yeah, some cheap coffee. That's just Seems a knockoff? Like, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's not even a name brand. <laughs> Seems like the Stanley thing is so bulky to carry around. Oh, the like, thing is giant. Everybody. Like, I know a lot of people that do carry them around, but that's what has been uh, my hesitancy to get one of those. I mean, I'm sure they keep your drinks cold, but they're huge. They and you're just massive. lugging it around by this handle. I mean, it's always funny because it's a younger girl thing, typically, and the cups are as big as they are. Mm-hmm. The cup is bigger than their purse in most <laughs> right. instances. Right. 
But like I said, good on Stanley for finding a way to market it and make it feel like there's this demand. And when a new color comes out, you got to rush and be one of the few to get the new color. It also speaks to the idea that, you, you know, that joke about how, like, uh, don't stop talking about my shoes. When meanwhile, you're buying shoes because it was in Seinfeld. Remember Elaine bought the shoes and people were asking about her shoes and she was like, stop talking about my shoes. And then yeah. like something happened to the shoes and she was like, don't you see that they're so great and everybody talks about them? That's right. the thing with the cup too. It's <laughs> like, don't talk about my cup. Meanwhile, the whole reason you've got it is so people will notice and talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. So true. But, uh, yeah, I think that the move would be to get in the Stanley black market and go find them, buy them, resell them for a little, you know, a little Rick Walker markup. Right. A little Rick Walker yeah. profit margin. Especially if you can get the ones that are gonza. And, you know, you don't want used Stanleys, you know, because that's gross. Lipstick around them and all that. But get you a new one still in the packaging or whatever. Oh, you just wash it up. Wash it up. Wash it. I bet there's right. some counterfeit Stanleys out there, oh, too. I'm oh, I'm certain there sure. are. There's bound yeah. to be. Yeah. Stally. It's right. a whole new... Uh, a <laughs> hey, where'd you get that Stanley cup? <laughs> yeah, Samley. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Stanley's done it. I mean, it's, they better milk it while they can, because who knows how long it'll last. We've already seen, like we talked about the other day, you go from Yeti to Hydroflask to Stanley, and I'm sure the next one is waiting in the wings, just waiting for the mm-hmm. their break to come so that they can maximize it. Ricky Brad Radio on the cat. On the legendary Cat Radio with Rick and Brad. I got a couple of texts on the Trade Pro Heat and Airs text line. I, I do that every time and it screws me up. I can say, I don't say the wrong station, but I say the wrong thing. So we got a couple mm-hmm. of texts and uh, about the Stanley Cups. One guy said that his wife bought knockoff Stanley Cups for them on Timu. You know what Timu is? That app? Yeah. It's like cheap Five Asian hours. stuff. And yeah. uh, he said they quit using them after like three days because they were too big and heavy to carry around. Uh, wow. And then somebody else uh, hipped me to the fact that they make fanny packs to attach wow. to your Stanley Tumblr. And it's awesome. I'm looking at pictures of them. One of them, and I can't imagine actually sporting this. Your daughter would be so humiliated uh, if right, you I'm gave gonna... her this. It's, it's uh, a fanny pack for the tumbler that has a hook for your car keys it can hold your phone it can hold credit cards and it's got a strap like you could wear it like a purse to go around over your shoulder or around your neck strap so that you carry oh. it around no they have that they, they do have, have that those they actually very, use that are, oh yeah it's very trendy it the, the stuff that we think is like funky is like really trendy they've got the uh the bottle carrier bag also <laughs> They can carry the bottle on their belt. They've got the cross <laughs> shoulder, cross torso thing on their. They've got belt. all the, everything. Yeah, yeah. There's a. It's like a uh, how people used to put a pager on their belt. There's. Yo, a little, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I just, just can't imagine the of wearing a belt. <laughs> no, it'll clip on to anything. But they do that crossbody a lot with the fanny pack or the crossbody, and then there's the thing. You can actually put your phone into. There's a holder that wraps around the cup. That's what I'm talking about. That the phone fits into that, so it's all in yeah, one. And you just hold that's it by what the I'm handle. About. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, it's a, it's a. <laughs> what is happening pouch. in this world? 
There's no, also super trendy. what super they call trendy. a snack bowl for the Stanley Cup, which basically looks like a charcuterie board that fits around the top and down over the handle. Oh, my God. And you can oh, put, put your you snacks in there. Like, you could go French fries. It's got four holders. You could go French fries in three and ketchup in one. Wow. And it's a party All in the car. Is, if you just... If that thing would sprout an umbrella at the top, I mean, you could make a day out of it. Just go sit out by the pool. You got all your food and your drink. It's getting too big, isn't it? It's already too big. The thing is massive. That's what I'm laughing about, about them wearing it on their belt, is how can they even walk with that thing on their belt? It's longer than their legs are. Oh, I know. Clanking off the side like an old janitor. Huh. I didn't realize there's a whole Stanley subculture that I missed out on. Yeah. Pouches and the things bags, you learn. Crossbody. Did you get your Stanley crossbody? Uh, no, I didn't. What do they Stock call those little charms you put on Crocs? Uh, gibbets. Uh, fidgets. Gibbets. Yeah, gibbets. Gibbet. They're gonna be Stanley gibbets. No, they're kind of are oh, because probably. some of these Stanley Stickers. fanny packs are in the shape of like dinosaurs and Hello Kitty, and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, licensing oh, deals, God. all kinds of stuff going on. I mean, you can put your logo on there, too. There's a website oh, that sticks brilliant. Stanley plus your logo, and then you put your logo on the Stanley merch. And yeah. Brilliant. Well, yep. hey, again, I say good for Stanley for creating this entire thing. I, it's amazing. I hope these people have uh, have a variety of investments that they're not thinking that the Stanley <laughs> fanny pack is going to get them through to retirement because that's got a very limited shelf life until the, the next thing comes accessory. along. Thing it seems to be doing well. I mean, they're going to start wearing. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't start wearing brands now because, you know, like they, they wear. Oh, I got my Stanley, whatever ball cap or pants or, you know, they they love the brand so much that I it wouldn't surprise me to see my daughter show up in a hoodie with a. Well, and what's funny to me about that is they love the brand so much. Meanwhile, that's the brand that my papa carried. Well, that was his lunchbox and thermos combo. Yeah. 50 years ago that he carried his entire life. And he only ever had one Stanley thermos, right? He had oh, the yeah. same one from the time that I was a kid until he died. And they're like, oh, he never said, well, as soon as they come out with a matte black, I got to go get that. So I'm not carrying this green thing around anymore. <laughs> Now what was that the ones that cuz I just don't was that the ones that were um like checkered that would go in lunch boxes no. that no, kind, no, no, that, no 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 it's I a it's what. a matte army green color kind of bullet shaped oh okay got it they were everywhere that was the yeah, only yeah. kind of thermos you could get My when we were kids got it. everybody's dad got had it. those uh yeah. but yeah i mean that's that's amazing that stanley has recovered or, or or created that kind of of th- that kind of comeback at this point after it's been around forever. It's amazing. In the last month, I was just looking this up. The searches for Stanley um, cups, et cetera, et cetera, is over a million uh, online. That's incredible. So I think they're they're going to be doing pretty good. <laughs> it's funny because it's got here's here's the order of. Uh, Stanley Cup 40 ounce, Stanley 40 ounce tumbler, Stanley Cup finals, Stanley Tucci, and Stanley Kubrick. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but the top ones are Stanley Cup 40 ounce and this Stanley 40 ounce tumbler. 
Well, thanks for the text on the Barnett Electrical Heat and Air text line because I would not have known uh, about any of this subculture stuff. Somebody else texted in and said that yeah. their daughter has a charm on her, so I guess they make charms for them also. It's amazing. Yeah, there you go. The Rick and Brad Show. Uh, Lauren, here's a scene for you on uh, on an airplane. You'll love this. Um, people were on a Delta flight from uh, Alabama, Birmingham to Atlanta. Uh, about 20 minutes in, started smelling really bad and just reeking like horrible. And so uh, as they're getting off, they spot a seat eight rows in front of them covered in feces. Turns out another passenger had kind of their pants and just decided to sit in it for the hour flight. Uh, Another passenger, uh, and this is all on Reddit, another passenger said that, uh, yeah, they were in the same row across the aisle and saw the person as they got off the plane uh, rushed to the bathroom in the airport. He said the substance in question was, quote, on the seat spread out like peanut butter. <laughs> I was surprised oh. at the number of people that came to the defense of the pooper. Yeah. Like there were a lot, a lot of, people of people that were like, well, there's a stomach bug going around and they yeah. may have been stuck in the seat. And there was some story, somebody was telling a story, maybe one of the people that was on the flight about how they had had to stay in their seat for an extended period of time or something and yeah yeah i mean look i get all that but still spread out like peanut butter is all i needed to hear i am i am in favor of in that situation go ahead and kick that door out (laughs) go ahead and go alaska airlines on them get some air up in there man that can you imagine oh no (laughs) yeah let's just Work that door plug. Let's hope it rips off at 16,000 feet. I'm good with that. Just get some air in here. Amazing. (laughs) There you go. Rick and Brad Radio. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I was in, like, in a company, and I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and... Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that... Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. There are a bunch of unhinged people out there. That's why you got to be careful. Because you don't know who's unhinged and who's got a gun. Much less somebody that'll just twist off on you. True. There's a story in the news today. Let me play you this little interaction, and then I will explain exactly what happened here. This is a DoorDash driver delivering food to a woman at her home. That's what you're going to hear here. Hello. Ignore it. You keep that. Why? Because I didn't see a tip on the app, and I put a little card in there. So please keep that. I'm sorry. No, I just had cash. Please take it. It's okay. It's okay, because it's okay. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay, so the DoorDasher delivers the food. The woman tries to give her cash for a tip, Mm -hmm. and that's when she said, no, I didn't see a, 
I didn't see a tip on the app, and I put a little card in there. So you go ahead and keep that. And the woman still tries to give her the money, and eventually she says, no, 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 I'm, I can't take it. So what had happened was mm-hmm. the woman, the d- delivery driver, did not see that the customer had tipped her, or, d- well, she didn't tip her, didn't see a tip on the app, and so she wrote a note that said, lucky for you, I didn't bother your food, but next time consider tipping your driver. Lucky for you. And so wow. that's the card that she was talking about that she put in there because she didn't see mm. a tip on the app. Wow. Dude. <laughs> Do you understand that tip means something extra? Now, I know yeah. I, I, before people start blowing it up, I know that the, uh, what do they call it? The, um, uh, th- th- there's a word for the industry, the serv- service industry. The, the service industry relies on tips, and I know that a lot of people get paid less than minimum wage because it's supposed to be made up the difference in the tips that they make. I get all of that. But at some point, you got to understand that people don't always understand. And if she had said to him, or, or she had said to the lady when she delivered the food, hey, you know, it's really expensive for us to do this. We don't get paid a whole lot, so you really ought to tip your delivery driver. That'd be one thing. But to leave a passive-aggressive, angry note, and then, I mean, it blew up in her face in the most perfect way that the lady is trying to give her cash, which is even better, because the company, frankly, probably shaves some money off of the tip that they give you online. So it would have been a better deal for her anyway, but she jumped to the conclusion that the woman was not going to tip her. And quite, (laughs) to be honest, and I've had a friend that has, has driven for Uber and Lyft who says you'd be shocked at the number of people that don't tip and the people that do tip are never the people like if you went just on stereotype of who's got the money to tip and who doesn't have the money to tip it would be the opposite are the ones that actually do it yeah so i get it i understand it and i am sympathetic to the woman that's driving delivery driver but you can't just jump to that conclusion no you can't but just you, assume. You, you know what happens it's when you assume, though. Yeah, you may. They try. And I, tip you I know a guy that uh, that his son tells stories all the. And again, this is another great movie of just the delivery driver stories. Would be a really good comedy because he delivered something and it was way out somewhere in the outskirts of like on the other side of Hera or something, and he had to pick it up in OKC and drive it out. And took the order, and it was a eighteen dollar and seventy five cents order. The guy gave cash for it, twenty. It's like okay, thanks. And he was like, man, dollar twenty five tip. Okay, drove all the way out here. And the guy goes, uh, "Where's my change?" Oh wow! And ri- literally, he goes, "Oh, we're not allowed to carry cash." Oh really? Oh okay, well, that's what they do. I see what they do. They don't give you. I got it. So they that, they just automatically are going to keep money out of. If I don't have exact change, yeah, that's about the way it's going these days. It's and it was a dollar seventy was twenty five a dollar a dollar twenty five. Yeah, the, the the cost was eighteen seventy five. He wow. gave him twenty. <laughs> that's how you do. That's how, uh, that's how so, they get you? There is a safe assumption. Yeah, that's what the guy was saying. It is a pretty good safe assumption level there when you assume people are not going to be 
tipping much. Yeah, but you can't you, get, you can't do it in a way that you can't take it back if circumstances change. That's yeah, the problem. You can't dive in a, Once right. you commit the way that she did, you're committed. Make sure there is water in the pool before you jump off the high dive, folks. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Don't commit. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. she and to the woman's credit, she like no, no, no. I can't take your money. I've been an a-hole to you, and so I don't deserve it. So good for her, because there are plenty of people that would be like, okay, good. Let me have the tip. I'm sorry about the note I wrote you. Yeah. Enjoy your fries. God. The Rick and Brad Show on the cat. This is pretty interesting on BuzzFeed. There's some stuff that people have put up about just things that have gone on the office that a you'll never believe what happened at work today kind of story. So I gonna, saw this list. Give me some of these. It's amazing yeah. to me how many of these <laughs> have happened here. Happened here. I know. This one's similar to something that happened here because someone's boss allegedly mixed her own pee into wa- uh, the water cooler and employees drank from it for a while. I mean, she got fired. As stuff. far as I know, that has not happened here. No, but somebody did put, was drinking, someone was drinking someone else's orange juice out of the fridge and they said stop and they didn't. So finally they just put pee in it. Yeah. Well, they like, didn't, no, but pee. they didn't put pee in it. They, um, they said that said they, they did. Put pee. Yeah. So for a reaction to see who was grossed out the most, and that was the guilty party. <laughs> um, let's see. A um, This is <laughs> really, really weird. A woman brought her daughter to work. A day later, a co-worker said, hey, you can't bring your daughter to work here anymore. I'm not allowed to be around children. Oh, <laughs> yowza. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, let's see here. Uh, boss and uh, someone on the staff sleeping together, keeping it quiet until um, one of, they got one of them got arrested because they were getting it on in the car. So that made the news, and wow. that kind of outed them. Uh, same thing. Somebody else was out on a camping trip or something. I, I read it. I can't find it. White they were out rafting. on a camping trip together. They were yeah, going whitewater rafting, and the dude got attacked by a bear. Yeah. It was a doctor and a nurse, and the doctor got attacked yeah. by a bear, and the nurse was there and saved his life. Oh and uh, that's how it got became public that they were having an affair with each other. Manager at a landscaper office sleeping with the owner's wife, talking dirty, dirty to her on his speakerphone, and actually d- accidentally had the two-way radio keyed, so everybody in the company <laughs> heard that whole combo. <laughs> nice. Uh, one more here. I think there's one more. There's, there's several of them on there. You can go to. You can find these on. Um, well, there's on one about feed. somebody that it was a private bathroom for the company, and somebody was smearing doo doo on the walls. Yeah, that happened here. It had to be an employee, so they. But nobody fessed up to that one. Uh, a freelancer at a magazine tried to get people to um, unionize, but didn't know the staff that well, so he put a list of phone numbers together and called them to say how terrible the owner is and what ragging on the owner and turned out one of the employees with the owner's wife. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ba-boom. Wow. So much for that deal. But there's a lot of those on BuzzFeed. Pretty funny, though. <laughs> it's amazing. If I could go yeah. back and make a list of all the crazy things that have happened here, I, I could mm-hmm. I could have my own website. Someone, Brad, someone asked me the other day if uh, I would do and would there be enough content to do a movie about just radio or our radio station or our show or life inside a radio station and i think so i think i think i could come up with you know 
minutes. You and I could sit down in 30 minutes to come up with 10. Oh, you could use stories, stories that actually happened here. Right. You wouldn't even have make to a make them That's up. All you, need. you could use those stories and somehow tie them together, and you absolutely could do a movie like that. I mean, 10, 10 minute stories, you got the whole movie. You know, it's just like, you could, yeah, you could elaborate on those and weave in just a day in the life, kind of, so to speak, especially with our, you know, decades, <laughs> days in the life. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if that would be interesting to I don't know if not, it would though. be I, interesting to anybody else. That's what either, I wonder. But there definitely yeah. are enough stories for it. Well, if you want to yeah. see the list, go check it out at BuzzFeed. It's Rick and Brad. Uh, we got the Encore Rick and Brad Theater on the way in just a couple of minutes on The Cat. Rick and Brad on Rock 100.5. The Cat. I, I got to say, this is, out of all the things that I get sad about, this is one that I'm not terribly sad about it's not a person dying that would be sad no matter who it is and whether i like them or don't like them but fruit stripe gum it's announced mm. now has been discontinued after 55 years oh man and people of I've course in a long time but... of course people are trying to sell it for crazy prices if they have some yeah. or they found some uh, and been able to to uh, hoard it they're trying to sell it on ebay for exorbitant prices but the thing about fruit stripe gum is, and anybody that's ever chewed it will tell you, it lasts for like two seconds. Right. It's the all-time worst gum. Is and the, has the worst aftertaste ever. Is the flavor good in that second that it tastes good? Yes. But it tastes good for literally no time, and then it's gone. I can't. Here's the bigger shock. Not that it's going away, that it lasted 55 years. Yeah. It was originally launched It launched in 1969 by the Beech Nut Company, which now mm. primarily produces baby and toddler food. It came in five flavors, wet and wild melon, cherry, lemon, orange, and peach. And there was also a brief time in the 70s that they had a chocolate flavor. And then they also, for a while, did a line of fruit stripe bubblegum. But it is no longer available on the marketplace. So if you mm, see some and no. you got a soft spot for fruit stripe... You might grab yeah. a pack of it uh, because Prices that is the up. first nostalgia death of 2024, they're calling it. Farewell <laughs> to the Fruit Stripe Gum. The Rick and Brad Show on the Cat. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! the hills so what is like your number one question from fans the primary question i still get asked was what is it real (laughs) (laughs) in 2024 to me is a surprising question to get because i feel like everybody has been through the reality tv gauntlet at this point what women binge wherever you listen